it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Sometimes certain things that my clients say really stick out in my memory. An example of this was one client. Um, hers, you know, is the typical story. She's close to 70. She started dieting in her teens and has been, you know, roller coaster dieting, overeating, or binge eating ever since. Anyway, I remember one day she emailed me and she said that, she, you know, she realized eating that big cookie when I wasn't hungry would have been so rude, she said. <laughs> And she's cute, and that made me giggle. But she also said that, you know, after 30-plus years of therapy and counseling and support groups and even Overeaters Anonymous meetings, none of which ever helped, by the way, that, you know, this particular day, after only like eight weeks with me, for the first time in her whole life, she actually noticed that she didn't want a cookie. And that's what she noticed herself thinking, that would be so rude. (laughs) And her mind was a little bit blown, but mine didn't. Mine wasn't, rather. And so why? How did she do that? Why is this process working for her when none of those other things had? Well, she's been learning to switch from making choices for herself from a place of fear to making them from a place of love instead. See, every choice we make is either made from love or it's made from fear. And when it comes to food or making choices for our bodies, we've been conditioned to make them from fear. In fact, the entire diet, fitness, weight loss, and even health and wellness industries have been literally built upon fear because it is so easy to sell fear. In fact, Few things sell better than catering to somebody's fear. And oh boy, do those industries feed and fuel our fear. Our fears of not being good enough, fears of not looking good enough, fears of not being accepted, fear of disease, fear of early death, fear of being unhealthy. Those industries have completely sold us on living our lives from a place of fear-based decisions for our bodies. But living with chronic fear and making choices from fear is not healthy. It disconnects us from our bodies. So let's look at what I mean when it comes specifically to our bodies and our health, right? So we've been taught that all weight gain is bad. And it's the result of being too lazy to do anything about it. We've been taught that thinner people are automatically healthy and living the good or healthy lifestyle and that those in larger bodies are living the, quote, bad ones. So we've been taught to judge these things. We've been taught to judge people based on these things. And because we've been taught to judge people based on these things, we fear being judged ourselves. And, oh yeah, we've also been told that all of these millions of different foods are bad. We're told they're poison, they're killing us, they're causing disease, they're causing weight gain, they're killing the planet, 
They're evil. They're the reason that we're getting teased on or judged or berated or insulted for our size. And don't forget all of the chemicals that we're supposed to be afraid of and toxins. And oh goodness, don't forget your gut biome because if that's out of whack, then everything is out of whack and you're going to be unhealthy. And don't forget insulin and GMOs and stick to organic or you're getting poisoned and stick to all natural or you're getting poisoned. And oh my God, the soil is so depleted that even if you eat all your vegetables, you're still not getting the nutrients you need. So you need to buy all of these non-regulated supplements and make sure you're not you're drinking enough water or all of these other bad things are going to happen there is so much fear baked into everything that we're taught it takes to be healthy they are industries that have literally been built on and rely upon your fear So we go through life scared of gaining weight. We go through life scared of being unhealthy, scared of being judged, scared of food even, the very life-sustaining energy that allows us to be here. And we're taught to live from that fear response. So we're disconnected from our bodies. In fact, we're constantly told to flat out ignore and fight against our bodies, to fight against our own wants and needs. Because those industries have convinced us that if we just follow their rules, they'll solve all of our problems and we don't have to be afraid of those things anymore. So we try to make ourselves follow the rules. We try to make ourselves eat and live all of, in all of the ways that they say that we're supposed to. We think I want to be healthy and not gain weight, so I should be eating this, not that. And then what happens? It's just more fear. Because as soon as we start telling ourselves we can't or shouldn't be eating something, that's restriction. So fear creates that feeling that we need to restrict or not eat those bad things, which creates even more fear in our brain. Because when we start restricting foods, especially the things that our brains love and the the things that they're used to getting all of the time, The survival center in our brain goes into overdrive to try to protect us from starving. That's why we start desperately craving all of the things we can't have when we start trying to follow the rules. Our brains think, what? What do you mean I can't have sugar anymore? Oh my God, no, I must have all the cookies. And then the negotiating and the caving starts even if we're not physically hungry. No, no, I shouldn't have that. I really shouldn't. It's so bad. It's sugar. I'm going to gain weight. It's unhealthy. I shouldn't have that. I should have the salad. Anytime you're having that conversation, that back and forth conversation in your head over what you think you should be eating versus what you think you want to eat, that is fear. That's a fear-based choice. And it almost never works. Because what ends up happening is our brain convinces us to have the thing. Just have a bite. It'll just, just one little bite. One little bite won't hurt. Okay, fine, I'll have a bite. That's fear fueling a need to try to control. And fear-based choices almost never result in anything positive. Right? We, we end up caving and just having the one little bite. And then we think, oh, God, that was so good. You know, just one more bite and then I'll be happy. One more little bite won't hurt. So then we have another huge bite. And then we think, oh, you know, listen, you already had two bites. So, you know, there's not much left anyway. So you may as well just eat the whole thing. One cookie won't hurt anything. 
That's all fear. And then you start thinking, I told you, I told you we're going to do this. You always do this. You always screw up. You may as well just eat the whole box now and get them out of the house so that you can't be tempted tomorrow when you start over and really can't have them anymore. That's, again, all fear. Those are fear-based decisions that you're making for yourself. You end up eating the whole box. You end up feeling like a failure, which ends up driving feelings of guilt and shame and more fear all day. Because you feel like you're never going to be able to get the food situation under control, which causes even more, quote, bad choices the rest of the day. It is all fear. Fear that if we eat the cookies, we're going to gain weight or get judged or become disease ridden. Then fear in the survival center of our brain that causes the cravings, the cravings rather, and forces us to cave when we try to restrict food. So we waste our entire lives in this cycle of making fear-based decisions, desperately trying to fix the problem or to be the perfect picture of health or to prove that we're good enough, that we're living right. But again, it's just all more fear-based choices. We're scared of food. We're scared of our bodies. We're scared of being judged, right? We're scared of all of these things and fear-based decisions for our bodies almost never result to anything good or healthy or nurturing because fear disconnects us from ourselves and our bodies. When we are stuck in that fear response, which is basically how we live our lives when we're in these cycles with food, we are completely disconnected from our bodies. We're even disconnected from the decision-making part of our brain We're just going through the motions, living on autopilot, like all of those autopilot thoughts and behaviors stuck in our heads, ruminating over what we think we should or shouldn't be eating or doing. Like I said, that's exactly what's happening when you're having that conversation in your head over what you think you should be eating versus what you think you actually want to eat. It is one big cycle of fear responses disconnection and distrust that are fueling and driving all of your choices. And I really want you to get how ineffective living in that cycle really is, because there is no evidence, none, zip, zilch, nada, zero evidence anywhere to suggest that the current paradigm, that this fear-based paradigm is working to make our overall population smaller or healthier long-term. None. In fact, the opposite is true. Over and over again, for literally decades, research has been proving that dieting is the biggest indicator of future weight gain and worse overall health outcomes. And I want you to expand your definition of dieting because ever since the whole lifestyle change messaging started and the whole it's not a diet, it's just healthy eating messages have started, It's really all just become a diet. If it has rules, restrictions, guidelines around what you should or shouldn't be eating or doing, I don't care how healthy somebody tells you it is, it is a diet and it will have the exact same outcome. It will fuel that fear response and keep you stuck in all of those patterns. Our population isn't struggling with healthier eating or weight gain or decades of yo-yo dieting because we don't know enough about how to take care of our bodies. 
or because we're too lazy and undisciplined. Those aren't the reasons we're struggling. And in fact, the struggles have nothing to do with any of those things. It's happening because we have been sold fear-based band-aids that fuel or even downright cause it all. And so let me say this again so that it really sinks in. Fear-based decisions for our bodies almost always lead to self-punishing and self-destructive behaviors. So what we want to do is switch out of the fear-based choices and switch into love. If you're currently living in this cycle that I have described, I want you to start noticing what you're saying to yourself about your weight, about the food choices that you're making. Start noticing why you're eating the things you're eating and considering, are you eating from a place of love, trust, and nurturing? Are those things driving the choices that you're making for yourself and your body? Or are you trying to make yourself eat what you think you should be eating from rules and restrictions and fear? The client that I spoke of earlier, um, you know, had been experiencing more transformation in her eating habits in, you know, a few weeks than in the previous 30 years of trying everything else, including therapy, because no one else has ever taught her to make this one simple switch. Nobody else has ever taught her to make this one switch from fear to love until she started working with me and that switch is one of many things that what I do that makes what I do so incredibly transformative the entire concept of switching from making choices from fear to learning to live and to eat and to move from love is incredibly powerful And so, so very much more healthy because living with chronic fear is not healthy and it doesn't lead to healthier choices. But love is life affirming because how, what kind of choices do you make for things that you love? What kind of choices are made from a place of love? Think about the people that you love in your life and think about the things that you would do for them. Think about how you want to treat them. Think about your kids and how you want to feed your kids. You want to feed them from a place of love, right? You want to feed them in ways that you know are nurturing to them. I want you to start approaching your food choices and all of your other choices from this perspective. Simply consider before you eat anything or before you make a choice for yourself or your body, am I making this choice from a place of love? from a place of genuinely just wanting to nurture myself with what is best for me and my body in this moment right now? Or am I making it from, you know, should be and shouldn't be and oh, what if and, and you know, from, from all of these rules and the restrictions and the distrust and fear. And as soon as you start hearing the word should, that's a really clear indicator that it's a choice that's about to be made from fear. So in that moment, you have the option to stop what you're doing and switch instead into love.
You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.